You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can sing on tune better if I sing in a southern accent. Yeah. Hold me close. Hold me closer, tiny dancer. Count the headlights on the highway. Welcome to Oddball. The weekend's here. I'm Amino Hassan. That over there is Charlotte Wilder. What a fun night of basketball what last night. What a fun night uh, of basketball. Uh, Before we get into anything basketball related, I mean, mm-hmm. can I ask you? Yes. How did you enjoy the Star Wars experience of Star Wars night at the Pacers Heat game that we attended? It was it was fine. I mean, I, I like the effort of having two people duel yes. in the middle of the dancers dancing. I thought that was pretty cool. Did you notice one was dressed up as Anakin and one was dressed up as Darth Vader? No, I, was one dressed as Anakin? I don't know. No, I've never I, seen the movies. Okay, never mind. Because um, Anakin is Darth Vader, but uh, oh. no, but uh, spoiler alert. I know it's, it's you know, to me, uh, the big thing about Star Wars Night is like, do you have a cool giveaway? Mm-hmm. If you don't have a cool giveaway, the rest of it kind of falls apart. I was telling you guys before we started recording, I go to Star Wars Night at the Diamondbacks every year, and I you know I'm not a big lover of baseball, but I'll yeah. show up for Star Wars Night because their giveaway is always mm-hmm. top notch. This year it was a snow globe, but instead of snow, it was sand. It's like a haboob it. globe and. Yeah, haboob? haboob. That's what the, the dust storm is called. Mm. So, like, that's cool. But, you know, if it's just going like, hey, it's Star Wars. we got some crazy characters here. But other than that, it's a regular night. I'm like, oh, yeah. thanks. I do. My favorite thing about it was when they said Kylo Ren. Is that the mm-hmm. name? Looks like oh, Jaime, they, Jaime Jaquez. They put on yeah. the Jumbotron. It was like Kylo well, Ren, audience twin. Yeah, but it's, it was, a, it's, a, it's a bit where they show, like, you're twin. And so they'll have a character yeah. and they'll show someone from the crowd that looks like that character. And I was like, okay. ends with Jaime oh, Jaquez. Right, right, yeah, right, right. That's and I, a big reveal. The big reveal. Yeah. Which, like, I respected. Mm-hmm. However, my take is that Jaime Jaquez looks like Will Scarlet from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, yes. The Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. You know what his nickname is, right? What? Juan Wick. Why? Because it's oh, like John, John Wick. Wick, but he's Hispanic. Oh. <laughs> see, you see the, the marketing of America. It's like, ah, oh, how can I flip this based on your ethnicity? Juan Wick. Juan Wick. <laughs> Honestly, movies might be better if they were just called that in the first place. Juan Wick. Antonio Banderas. Oh, Juan Wick is Juan my Wick. name. Okay. Antiquado. <laughs> All right, so. Great night. As I said last night, we had three different Eastern Conference point guards go bonanza. Mm -hmm. We had Jalen Brunson with 42 and 8 in a win, a Knicks win over the Pistons, who, by the way, haven't won a game in the month of November. It's December 1st now, so they were 0 for November. Should we do ASMR for bad NBA teams? I try, I, you know, I like to keep it on the low for them. We had Trey Young, who had 45 and 14 as the Hawks 
narrowly beat the woeful San Antonio Spurs, who have also won, also lost, not won, <laughs> lost a Many ton of games. games. Yes. And thirteen game losing streak mm-hmm. for the Sun. Spurs. No, but 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 don't poke the bear though. I wonder if Pop got on the mic last night. <laughs> this hack. And then <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. I'm over him. <laughs> okay. And finally Finally, the game that we were at, Tyrese Halliburton was scintillating. Forty four points, ten assists, however, in a loss for the Indiana Pacers, who went from proving this is what the greatest offense in the history of the game looks like to a long stretch in the fourth quarter where they could not buy a bucket. And that was kind of shocking, Charlotte. Yeah. I Before we get to that, I the, watching Tyrese Halliburton play in person, I had not been blessed to see that yet. Yeah. It was um, mesmerizing. I yeah. had the, the feeling of control of when he's on. You know how I said that I feel really safe? Yes. When Jokic is on the court, yes, and I'm like, okay, he's just gonna he's gonna get the rebound, he's gonna make the right pass. Yep. Like I feel comfortable with Tyrese on the court. It's a different kind of safe. It's like this is a man driving a car, yeah, like an expert race car mm-hmm. driver locked in, and the people around him. It's not, it's not always as we saw in the fourth quarter, gelling. Right. But he himself, as that as that person in control, is a true joy to watch. And you know, again, like my thing is, despite him putting up big numbers, mm-hmm. he makes plays like a point guard. He reads it like a point guard. Yep. I don't want to put too much on him, but like, there's a lot of it that reminds me of Steve Nash, where it's just like every single time he like, takes a snapshot of what's happening, like, okay, then that guy's going to be open by the time yeah. I do this, this, and this. It's unbelievable. And to see it happen again and again and yeah. again, and hear the opposing coaches and everyone kind of just like, yeah, pretty yeah. much, man. Like, it, it's it. Look, as I told someone on the Indiana staff, I said, you guys kind of in a weird way have the hard part done. Yes, the hard part. I, this is one of my favorite like little NBA things I've mm-hmm. always thought in my head. The hard part is the easy part, and the easy part is the hard part, right? Totally. So, <laughs> no, I get it. That's I feel like my parents used to say that to me about like the the hardest part is the details or right. like the little things are the hardest part, but like the big thing is actually the hardest part. But if you right. have that, the other things can be hard. It's hard because the big thing is apparent. Yeah. Right. Getting a star is apparent. So. It's easy to recognize, okay, we need to get a star. Indiana got their star in Tyrese Halliburton. There aren't many players who are like that. That's why it's hard. Right. Like, oh, I know he's great, Like, but how can I get one? And then when you finally get one, it's like, okay. The easy part was identifying. The hard part was acquisition. You got past that. Now, the easy part that is the hard part, which is, oh, all I need to do is surround him with good complementary talent. And those guys, I can get anywhere. I can draft them. I can get them out of the G League. I can sign them. I can trade for them. So in a, in a way, oh, it's easy. There's, these guys are everywhere, relatively speaking, compared right. to stars. Right. But it's hard because you actually have to do the work of watching a guy, seeing something that's not apparent yet in the way they play, and also understanding how he fits with my star and with the other guys that have accumulated. So it's not just just give me any old, I can name a bunch of players who are in the league who are NBA players and making more than minimum and all that stuff, but wouldn't be a good fit here. Yeah, it's the puzzle piece part of it. And it's also the luck part of it, which is that you don't know. You You might find someone who you think is perfect to play with your star, right. and then it's like, Oh, they actually hate each other. Le- well, or, 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 or vice versa. Someone you might like find. Each other, yeah. You might find someone that you're like, oh, they're pretty good, and then all of a sudden you're like, 
oh no, he's a lot better and fits a lot quicker, like Juan Wick. I mean, Hawkins Jr., he, oh, who was, I mean, the, he, whenever he does some, I'm, I have, I have a very, he's my large adult son. I mean, Hawkins. <laughs> I watching him play every time I would turn to Amin and I'd be like, he did something good. Yeah. Like, that's my boy. He had five points at one point, and then he had. He hit a three, and I was like, he can do no wrong. And it was like between him, almost the between half him over. and Duncan Robinson, famous Maine native Duncan Robinson. I think he's from New Hampshire. Is he? I don't oh, know. No, no, it's all whatever. New England native. Yeah. How about that? Those are my. I feel like we're going to get converted into becoming a Heat fan. See, I think they're like a Marcus Smart deadline deal away from from becoming a Heat fan. Something that was if very, Marcus Smart. Got oh traded, my God! Don't say it. Look, don't say it. Yep, Marcus Smart don't, for Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Who says no? <laughs> I mean, I felt myself. We were sitting there, and I was like, and like Duncan would do something good, and then Jaime would do something good, and I was like, oh my guys, and then I was like, oh no, I was like, oh no, I need to put, I need to go to a Celtics game right now. I need to get out of Miami. I need to go to a game in Boston right now because this is getting scary. The cherry on top. An afternoon on the golf course with Ray Allen, and then Charlotte sold after that. But yes. Great games yes. last night. Uh, Charlotte, yes. let's take a quick second. Uh-huh. I want to play a game with you. Okay. It's called Who's Lying? Yes! This is my favorite game. I love Who's Lying. Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shay and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities, stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy for the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Charlotte, yes. uh, NBA people talk a lot. Mm-hmm. They say things into microphones. All the time. To media people who ask a bunch of questions, sometimes unprompted. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll tweet their ideas. But like regular people, they're just like us, Charlotte. <laughs> they're not always telling the truth. No. Sometimes it just it's like when you ask if I've seen a movie. I do like that we're at a point now in I'm, dare I say our friendship where I can admit to you what I haven't seen. Yeah, I, and also I'm figuring out the things that you have seen. Like I, I'm, I have sensing, seen some stuff. Some of it is kind of era driven, and yeah. some of it is kind of a certain type of movie. Mm-hmm. But like now, the puzzle pieces are starting to fit Thank a little you. better. But Thank Charlotte, you. Yes. you don't lie. I don't lie. But Never. some of these people are lying, and mm-hmm. I want to start with. Rudy Gobert, uh-huh. who credits his time in a darkness retreat for T-Wolves' improvement this season, saying, quote, it was an incredible experience. It was three nights and two and a half days, so about 64 hours. Full darkness, no phone, no TV, no music. Charlotte, yes. is Rudy Gobert telling the truth? Yes and no. 
No, okay. he's lying about the fact that his spending time in a darkness retreat, like an off-brand Aaron Rodgers, Rudy Gobert. I have discovered Rudy Gobert. I think is going for the Aaron Rodgers role of the NBA in bits and pieces. Everyone I, hates him. Like everyone, that. <laughs> no one can stand him, and he is—he's more interested in saying something that will rile people up or controversial, and pretend that he doesn't want to. He pretends that he's like, "I'm just talking," but he knows exactly what he's doing. So, in that sense, no, I do not think the darkness retreat helped the Timberwolves' defense. I do think he enjoyed it. You think it happened? Oh, that like that's my thing. Sixty-four hours, no phone, no TV, no music, full darkness. How do you go to the bathroom? Well, that's a whole thing. They have these things. Like, Aaron Rodgers did it. But I do feel like if Rudy Gobert had done that, you know what? Rudy Gobert's lying. If Rudy Gobert had done this, we would have heard about it by now. It would have been yeah. a big There's off-season no story. There's no way he would have saved it. He couldn't wait to no tell way. somebody. Who no guess way. what you did? Media day, he would have said he it. He would have said it. Get wow. out of here. Right. I'm disappointed, Rudy. I'm staying in Minnesota. Okay. We, we might have a second liar okay. on the same team. Anthony Edwards believes he'll be the first player to play in both the NBA and the NFL. Okay. Quote, I think I might be the first one. As a team, the Minnesota Timberwolves organization, we want to win a championship. But after that, we'll figure it out. Now, I don't know if you've seen this, this clip of him at 12 years old playing football. I mean, it is peewee football, but... It's clear. Well, this dude he's is, a freak athlete. He's a freak he's athlete. He's unbelievable. He also said that he was great at any sport, including he cooking, was. which shout out to Anthony Edwards because that is in my school of, is it sports? Cooking is sports. Have you ever watched Top Chef? Of course it's sports. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is not lying because he does believe that he will be the first person to play in the NBA and the NFL. Will he be? I do not think so. Also, you would have to be, it would be a very... Weird decision to be like, oh, we won one championship. I'm going to go play football now. What? What's the, what's the over-under on number of championships he needs to win in order to go play football? Eight. Eight? Why would you? Michael wh- Jordan went to play baseball after three. You going to make it eight for Anthony Edwards? That's in not my fair. head, well, I was trying to think of a number that like wasn't possible to get to because like I, why would you I, I, ever do it? Here's a number. Why would you ever go play football <laughs> as an NBA star? Charlotte. Here's a number that's impossible to get to for the Minnesota Timberwolves. One. One. All right. Well, I have some for you, Amin. Uh-huh. Uh, I laughed out loud when I read this. Mm. Frank Vogel is, quote, disappointed he didn't get to coach DeAndre Ayton. Here's the quote. I'm very fond of that young man. Happy with where we are as a team. But disappointed that I didn't have a chance to coach him further than just the summer. Uh, coach Vogel. I love you. I think you're a great coach. You are Captain America right now. <laughs> Captain your ass off. There's no way. There's no way you're like, oh, 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 oh. That guy who like disappears in games and oh, just doesn't always play hard and isn't always in the right spot. And all he has to do is just dunk it <laughs> on smaller players. But instead he opts for this little floater that he misses. And then he goes to the timeout and he practices this little floater over and over again <laughs> instead of just drop stepping and throwing it down. There's no way you wish you could have. I was like, come on. Oh, man, you know that you saw you saw him in the summer. You saw what it is. You watched him as an opponent's coach. You coached him <laughs> over the summer. He's a dude that likes to chill. At least right now, I don't like to say that. Yeah, right, some right. Tiger never changes his stripes. Although there is a saying in the NBA, Tiger doesn't change his stripes. He just changes jungles. 
right? So there are people that don't change. I think DeAndre Ayton is young enough to change. Yeah. And talented, and like raw talent-wise. Yes. But where the Phoenix Suns want to be, which yeah. is championship contending, he's not that. And to, I don't know. Do you, think this was, do you think Frank was just trying to be nice? Yes, I do. I, See, think, and that, I think that's a classy thing to do. I do too. Lying sometimes is a classy thing to do. Don't let um, kids. I know kids. people say like, "Oh, honesty is the best policy." No, in the NBA, it's not the best policy. Sometimes you just say nice things yeah. because you don't want to create a, a firestorm of like, "Yeah, whatever." So, right. Thank you, Coach, for being classy, but also you lying. Also, okay. Mitchell Robinson blames NBA players not washing their hands as the reason basketballs mm-hmm. turn brown. Quote. It's got dirt and bacteria. People here don't wash their hands. There's a few people in this league that wash their hands. A few of them. But I can. I do. I wash my hands. This is the... this is Mitchell Robinson is great at two things. Rebounding and talking. Because this is an unbelievable quote. It's an unbelievable quote. If the question is... Is he lying? Is he lying? The answer is no. Mitchell Robinson is telling... His truth. Much like Anthony Edwards <laughs> yes. truly believes he can play yes. in the NFL. I think Mitchell Robinson truly believes this. Is he right? Absolutely not. Because the people don't want one well, well, part. I have a lot of questions. A lot of things. First of all, a lot of guys wash their hands. Not a few people. A lot of guys wash their hands. <laughs> NBA players, their like bathroom hygiene for a lot of them is just it, I think it would surprise the manly man people who watch it. Oh, I drink beer and fart and stuff like that. <laughs> when I tell you the number one deodorant in NBA locker rooms, you know what it is? Like Aesop? Secret. Secret. Strong enough for a man, pH balance for a woman. That's the, the, the like that. tagline for Secret. Also, they have amazing skin. Their skincare routine must be... They take care of themselves, yeah. man. They take care of themselves. Most of them. Some of them don't. Some of them are gross. Some of them don't shower. Some of them, like some of them. But for the most part, most guys are clean. But even if that part were true, Charlotte, mm-hmm. yes, we could all wash our hands and then play basketball <laughs> on a playing surface where people have been running up and down mm-hmm. all day long, where other people have entered the building and Dirt and bacteria and spores are all like congregating. There's mm-hmm. a reason we had a whole season where nobody was in a building <laughs> while we played games. Why do you think it's just washing your hands? Like all the bacteria is here and nowhere else. Yeah, on it's us. like anytime you touch it, but when it bounces. But And then finally, the balls are made out of genuine leather. This is not a composite. You know what happens to leather when you beat the shit out of it? It turns brown. It turns brown and, and worn. And, t- and by the way, that's what makes the ball better. Okay, one more for you. Okay. Jeff Teague says Kevin Garnett got on all fours and barked at him during a playoff game. Mm-hmm. He was crazy, Teague said. That dude got on all fours one time in a playoff game and barked at me. Michelle Beadle mm. asked him to clarify, and Teague repeated himself. He got on all fours and barked at me in a playoff game. Dude was crazy. All right, so... First of all, shout out to Jeff Teague. He's an incredible storyteller. Uh, his podcast, I follow them on Instagram. And he like he does not disappoint. He always has a bunch of stories. And very self-deprecating stories, too. Yeah, great. He, rarely that. does he make himself the hero. It's like, yeah. like He talks about shoving LeBron at the end of a playoff game because like I'd never beaten him. So I was just like, you know what? The hell with this guy, right? Um, this story is true. I don't know if it happened to Teague, though. So that part, I'm not sure. He might. I'm guessing he's telling the truth. First of all, Teague, I think he's telling the truth because I know Garnett has done this before. I feel like I've heard 
of that I story, seen him. right? He, he like did it to Jose Calderon. Yeah. And so here's the thing. KG, you know I love you, brother. You're my you're my brother. But but this was the book on you when you were in the league. It was speaking of someone who was part of people who had to play against you, game plan against you, whatever. The book was he likes to bully guys that he thinks won't bite back. Mm. So it's like Jose Calderon and Jeff Teague and mm. guys like that. Like he never would do that with David West. Right. He never would do that with Udonis Haslam. He never would do it with Shaq. But like guards and particularly international European players, <laughs> he was always on top of them. Like just very aggressive. Now, counterpoint, all the guys that played with him used to always say He's not doing that to intimidate. He's doing that to hype himself up. I see, I see all that. All the talking, all the, yeah. the, the extracurricular kind of energy stuff. Yeah. Is he's hyping himself up. He's working himself into a frenzy. You could say he's a method actor. Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, he was un, uncut gem. I want, uncut I want joms. Kev, uncut joms. I want Kevin Garnett to be in way more movies than he's in. I think he's an unbelievable actor. You think he's only good at playing himself? I think he's great at playing himself. And I think great, we should give him a chance way, to play somebody else. You know what? Vince Vaughn, great at playing himself. Yeah. Right? There's a leak. You know, I think I actually would be a great actor at playing myself. Yeah? Yeah. Someone should cast me in a movie as like the wacky best friend. You, you want it to be like the sports take that's used in the movie that's like, he would oh. never, like, this guy is going to be trash. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. You okay. know, right? Well, yes. I mean, there are there are small dreams and then there are big dreams. Okay. My small dream is that I say something about a player and they take offense to it and it leads them to try very hard. And then my voice is the one in the montage at the beginning of their documentary when, when they're, they're about to retire. The arena. And yeah. they're and it's like 5 a.m. It says like 5 a.m. and they're taking a sip of the water. And it's me being like, he couldn't make a shot if he tried at this point. He's old. And the guy's like, no, I'm not. And, but he doesn't say that. It's just like the underlying. That's my small dream. Big dream. Wacky best friend in a motion picture feature film. Anyway. Uh, shall we hype some people up? I'm up. Charlotte. Yes. We're rolling into the weekend. We don't have a whole lot of time, but man, we need a little pet to give people something to feel good about. Yeah, as we you go do. Over the weekend. You want to hype me up? There it is. It's a segment where we each get the name of a person or an organization or a team or an entity. And we have to do our best to give them positive reinforcement to make them feel better. Mm -hmm. So, Charlotte, mm -hmm. uh, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Your hype me up. Oh, here we go. It's our contractually obligated Wembenyama oh, segment. Beautiful. So Victor Wembenyama, yep. the Spurs have now lost 13 games in a row yep. after losing to the Hawks last night. Just give Vic some words of encouragement. You haven't even hit the 20 game marker yet. My co-host Amino Hassan says that after 20 games is when you can start to say, you know what? This isn't working. You are not quite there yet. You are a generational talent, Victor. You really are. And just because you've lost 13 games in a row doesn't mean that this is all your fault. Have you had some very bad games? Yes. You've also had, you know, before that, a few good ones. Um, one of your moves in the game last night against the Hawks is going viral. So that's great. You've got some internet traction, even if you're not winning games. Um Chet Holmgren, you can he did leapfrog you for in rookie of the year odds, but you can definitely leapfrogging back. So that should be that should be your focus going forward, Victor. You should be focused on leapfrogging Chet Holmgren. 
take that energy, start making plays. Maybe, you know, he looks sort of confused. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think you still got this. You, you can still turn this around and um, don't, it's not a whole, it's not a you problem. It's a whole organization. And pop keeps taking microphones yeah. and being like, Oh, stop booing everybody. Yeah. This is not your She's problem. Picking up steam now. This Let's is go, not your going. problem, Victor. <laughs> this is everybody around you is not doing their job. Uh-huh. People are not putting you yes. in a position to succeed. Yes, you are being shortchanged. You are an unbelievable talent. The sky is the limit. You have no ceiling. You have absolutely no ceiling, and the people around you are doing you a disservice. But you know what? What you're not going to take that. That is not going to make you bitter. You are going to use that uh-huh. to make everybody around you better. Rising tide lifts all ships. You. Rookie of the year, here you come, mm. and eventually you guys are going to make it to the playoffs. Soon. Better not bitter. Better not bitter. I mean, yes. You have to hype up Maverick Carter after he admitted oh. to federal investigators in 2021 that he bet on NBA games with an illegal bookmaker. This it, is no big deal, dude. So the news is, in case you didn't know, that Maverick Carter uh, alleged told. Federal agents in 2021 that he had bet on NBA games through an illegal bookmaker. This is according to the Washington Post. And uh, he made approximately 20 bets on football and basketball games over the course of a year, with each bet ranging between 5 and 10K. Peanuts! Peanuts! First of all, who cares? Right. Who cares? You know what? Gambling is legal in most of this country. It's legal in Arizona, where I live. It's legal in Vegas. It's legal in New York, in New Jersey. It's legal in, in Cleveland. So yeah, it's, it's going to be legal in more and more places. Dude, this is just like an arcade. It's like getting arrested for having weed. Who does that anymore? Yes, there are parts of the country where they do that. <laughs> but like, really? Like the rest of the country, we understand like what? You, so the guy plays some bets. So what? Dude, don't even sweat it, man. And 2021, that was two years ago. That was yeah. the pandemic. We out. Everybody was wilding out during the pandemic. You heard Mitchell Robinson? Nobody even washes their hands anymore. Man, we're great. You're good. You're great. Don't even worry about it. You know what this is like? What is it like? This is like getting mad at a college athlete for making money. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I got a little money in my pocket I can afford to spend. And just like, guess who's going to win a game? That now I'm the bad guy? Why is that? Actually, you know the biggest mistake he did? What? Should have bet with DraftKings. Use code LAF. On the sports book. You download the app. What I keep directing you to the website. Download the app. It's on your phone. The freaking app. Yeah, and then and then you just wherever you go, boom, boom, there. LAF. Blue Jean Baby. LA Lady. Seems for the band. See, I'm better. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We specialize in die-cast metal miniature gun models that you didn't know you've been looking for. Called Goat Guns. Ah, yes, Goat. They are the greatest of all time gun models you can display on your desk, buy, build, and collect them. We offer a 90-day return policy if you don't love yours. Start your collection at GoatGuns.com.